The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Hit up the guys on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439 or sound off on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Welcome back. T-Row in the Morning Show. T.J. and Drake with you. Drake's a little grumpy today. He spent most of the evening last night programming his thermostat, so he's a little wore out. Is that true? <laughs> he's a little grumpy. You needed a McGriddle today. I'm not grumpy today. What are you talking about? Why are you lying to know. the people? It seems like you're grumpy today. Uh, been talking Dion. been I'm talking Coach Venables. I'm just concerned about you being so frail, getting out there and mowing your yard. Well, if you were really concerned, I would, like I said earlier, you would have come and helped me and done the work, yard work for me. I, how You're a young, know that? strong man, yeah. and you could have come and done the it's yard true. work for me. It's true. Probably drove by going to oh. your mom's house and saw me and just laughed. Said, yeah. look at that old man out there. Yeah. Suffering through he's, the heat. He's too stupid to ask for help. Look at him. Yeah. That's probably what I said. No, you would be the last person that I call for help on my lawn. Well, that's good because I'm, I'm – <laughs> Exactly. That's why you would be the last person. Yeah. You'd be the last that's person. That's good. Uh, hold on, people. We're going to talk some baseball real quick because Bobby and B.A. has texted in a couple of times about it, and I've promised it a couple of times throughout the week, and we never have got to it. Um, the next week and a half is going to be pretty interesting – in Major League Baseball. I, I don't remember the last time like a player that may be the best player that you've seen in 20 years, 30 years. There are other great players, don't get me wrong. But to be able to do all the things that Shohei Otani does, perhaps be available at the trade deadline yeah. and what it could demand. But for me, like... If I'm an Angels fan, even if I get a haul back here of three top 100 prospects and and, and more that yeah. they're asking Two for. Two that are major league ready. I would look and say, you've got one for sure Hall of Famer on your roster. Now he's hurt right now. But very rarely is he ever hurt. This is uh, rare for Mike Trout. And you've got another guy that looks like he could be on his way. Mm-hmm. And you still can't win. I, I just don't know how, as an Angel fan, I could take knowing this it's, may be the greatest player that we've ever seen. Maybe. With what all he can do on the offensive side of the ball and pitching. Yeah. And you can't put a team around him and Mike Trout that's competitive. And you've had years to do it. It's almost as if it's the most difficult thing in sports to do. Because you can't just have two. Like, this isn't 
football to where if you get the right quarterback, I'm looking at you, Tampa Bay, uh, all of a sudden things just fall in line for you. It's not like the NBA to where one guy doesn't flip the script as easy. Yes, that's true. It's it's so much more complicated in baseball because of the way that your farm system plays a role in your everyday success, really. And it's been a fact that aside from Mike Trout, the last 15 years, the Angels Farm Organization and their player development has been hot garbage. Well, that's my point with this, that if that trade's made, me as an owner, I'm clearing house. Yeah. I'm saying you just lost this guy who is the talk of sports a lot of times throughout this time of the year with, yeah. uh, you know. Everything that he's capable of. Everything, I mean, he is arguably the best hitter in baseball right now and arguably the best pitcher in baseball right now. Your farm system has been so bad that we have no one to put around him and compliment him and Mike Trout. That's what I'm saying. I'm clearing house. Like, you're all gone. Well, that's that's been the matter of fact for a long time now, even before Shohei Otani has started to have his success that he's had. With Mike Trout, that has been the dialogue that's gone on, is that this is an organization that is so poorly run. You have the best player in baseball. And you can't, you have nothing to show for it. You went and overpaid for veterans like Albert Pujols, Josh Hamilton, Anthony Rendon. And how many of those guys, uh, did any of those three guys do anything close to what they were capable of prior to signing those contracts with the Angels? And yeah, the answer is no. They they haven't. Their inability to scout properly to be able to project players uh, on free agency, that is their ultimate downfall. And, I mean, yeah, if I'm an owner, I'm cleaning house, but at some point, too, there has to be some introspection from ownership of why have I allowed this to get to this point? Oh, sure, absolutely. you got to take a look at the Why have I allowed these two generational talents, really, to be on this roster for, what, Otani's been in the majors for, what, four or five years now? Four, this is his fourth year, right? It may be his fifth. So, why is it you as an ownership group has allowed this inadequacy with throughout the organization aside from these two players i mean i love it they're in our uh, division yeah, the Rangers I mean, division so you, you have not liked the angels for a very long time no because i've seen the brilliance of a couple of guys that they've had and i've been scared at what potentially they could build around him and i shouldn't have been scared i shouldn't have been worried about it yeah because they've wasted mike trout's career i mean they've wasted totally it completely yeah um He's going to be in the Hall of Fame. He's an incredible player, but he has never been on a stage to be able to showcase anything. Aside from his rookie season. Well, yeah, I mean, got to go back a decade, I mean. Yeah. So, that's what I'm saying. Does he get moved? Otani? Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's going to get moved. He's going to have a massive haul that's associated with him because 
he can both hit and pitch. So the this is the biggest bargaining chip that any team in baseball has ever had as far as trade deadline, like you would say. I guess the one worry that the Angels have is the blister and how it affects him. And he, he hasn't pitched well the last few times out because of it. Right. But the— but I'm saying that's not going thing, to cost them the a thing, lot, but I'm saying it may cost them a the little bit. The thing with that, though, is, is the beauty of it is that even so, he's still hitting. I was going to say. Despite the blister. And if— there's going to be has, some teams that just have to hit him at DH, let it heal up for a couple of weeks, and then right. send him out there. And so. you know what? If that's the case, that is a, still a really good investment because you're getting an MVP caliber bat in your lineup, and you're going to be able to rest his arm a little bit, let his hand heal from this blister, and when he comes back, I mean, he could be exactly what he was before he started struggling. And if that's the case, you've made a huge investment towards a potential World Series run. And, I mean, they're going to be able to demand a major league-ready top prospect of a hitter and a pitcher as a starting point for trade demands. That's just a start. And not even to get into sweeteners and all those other things. I mean— if they don't get a massive haul from Joey Otani, then there's no reason to trade him. You might as well roll the dice and say, we're going to try and re-sign you because we can't get what we need out of you on the trade market. And, I mean, it's also different now with trade negotiations, too, because draft pick compensation right. has changed things dramatically for top free agents as well. It's just incredible that a guy like that's going to be available. It's well, worrisome it's, for me that I've got a team that's finally good and in contention that he ends up somewhere that could eventually come back to beat me. Yeah. It's not the Angels beating me, like I said, I've been worried about all these years when they've had Trout and yeah. ended up with Otani. It's going to be him going somewhere else that ends yeah. up beating us, it, perhaps. Him going to the Toronto Yan- or the Rays right. or the Orioles. or I mean, any of these teams, really, if he— if he goes to the White Sox, I mean, there's a ton of teams in baseball that he can go to and help him immediately. And now that the DH is in both leagues, it, that's the that's the thing that's the biggest that what makes the Angels such a huge benefactor in this is the universal DH being a part of baseball now. Because if they wanted to deal Otani. Three, Three, four years ago, mm-hmm. this would have completely all but taken out National League teams because he hasn't played defensively at all, basically since he's come over right. from Japan. And now that that uh, avenue is open and there's so many teams out there, even, even the Dodgers that have an everyday DH and J.D. Martinez are going to take a hard look at acquiring uh, Shohei Otani because he completely changes the complexion of your roster. Bobby had asked yesterday, do I think the Rangers should go after him? I would say no because of the price tag. Rangers have a, a good farm system. They finally have developed some guys. 
They uh, obviously have spent a ton of money already in free agency over the last two years, close to a billion dollars on Seager and Simeon and DeGrom and Evaldi and all the pitching that they brought in this year. I would say no. I, I don't want... I, I mean, I, for me, I would have to know he wins you a World Series because he's going to gut your farm system. And that can set you back quite some time. So if you don't get it done, and then you don't sign him to a long-term deal, you've just significantly hurt your franchise. Um, I've seen the team mentioned the most is obviously the Yankees. A lot of people think that's where he's going to end up. Baltimore has been mentioned a lot because they do have a big-time farm system with a lot of prospects that are going to be attractive to... uh, the Angels, but I just don't know. I think Baltimore's done this slow build and done it right, and they're they're a really good team now, and they're they know they're sitting on the verge of a, a pretty decent run here for a few years. So I don't know that they would do it. Tampa Bay, it seems pretty out of character. For it's Tampa out of Bay. character for them. It doesn't seem like a move they would make, and it's a move that it would be for all or nothing because I don't think you resign him if you're Tampa Bay. Um, obviously the Dodgers are always going to be involved in conversations like that. Rangers have been mentioned. Uh, one th- team that thinks everybody thinks is going to be a, you know, dark horse in this is perhaps Seattle. And Seattle makes a lot of sense. It makes they, a lot of sense. They have a, they have had a lot of success. I mean, the first one that comes to mind is Ichiro, Ichiro Suzuki as uh-huh. in signing top-tier Japanese free agents, and being able to keep them there as well. So, And apparently that's where he lives in the offseason. Oh, really? That's where his I home didn't realize is. that. So that's what, uh, they, they do have a very big Asian population as yeah. well in the Seattle area, and I can see why that would be appealing. And, I mean, roster-wise, too, you've got one of the best young stars in the game and Julio Rodriguez there as well. Right. So... That's a destination if I'm a Rangers fan or really if I'm a Angels fan, that is the last place I want Joe. Yeah, it's almost if I'm an Angels fan, I want him going to the National League. I don't even want him in the American League. I don't want him going to the Yankees or Rangers, Rays, Baltimore, any of those teams we uh, mentioned. Probably don't want him going to the Dodgers either being, you know, across town. Um, You're hoping that, you know, maybe like a Mets organization steps up or something and Comes out of nowhere and takes him and just takes well, him across uh, the country. I don't you know? know. As Chris Russo, as he run through the numbers, on... <laughs> we're not giving up on it. We're not giving up on, on all the prospects. That's what he would say on that. The price tag is just so high. It's it's so high. It's that... only the Yankees and Dodgers I see pulling something off like that because it's in their character. Like well, they're, the Red they're Sox an all too. Or well, Boston maybe. Yeah, I didn't think about them, and they have been mentioned in this. So. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the Yankees crazy. and the Red Sox both make sense. They have the need in the rotation. So do the Dodgers as well, for that matter, especially with Dustin May getting shut down for Tommy John again. Um, man, the, there, there the, are going to the, be a lot of moves made that people say, that's a good move or that was a good pickup. That one, whoever ends up with him will shift things. Honestly, even a team that's out of contention – could make the argument that trading for Shohei Otani is a right good now deal. is a good deal because hey, we're going to give ourselves a layup on uh, Siam in the offseason. Your Cubs, go after him, go get him, Drake. 
Hey, I I would not hate it because <laughs> I don't love the Cubs farm system right now, and supposedly one of his best friends in life already plays on the roster in the yeah, Seiya Suzuki. So. There you go. That's where he's going to end up. The Chicago Cubs. You heard it here first. Drake's predicting it. Take a timeout. Back after this. <laughs> The word is spreading, and the Ref Army is growing. Keep telling your friends and family that there's only one station for true Sooner fans, and that's the Ref Radio Sports Network, and worldwide on the KREF app. A dancing TJ Perry and Drake Dyken back with you. TJ's dancing because of all the prospects that the Yankees are going to give up for Shohei Otani. And it still won't matter because the Rangers are still going to knock them out in the playoffs. If they get Otani, I'm saying the Rangers still beat the Yankees. Oh, well, you know. It's hour the uh, T-Row in the morning. Because by then, like, uh, all, the, all the Yankees will be hurt. Garrett Cole, Otani, well, they'll I all mean, be injured. Yeah, I mean, Judge is already hurt. Judge is already hurt. Uh, Donaldson went on the aisle yesterday. Stanton's Has a player hurt. ever broke down as quickly as Josh Donaldson did in his career? Uh, uh, Giancarlo Stanton, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's on the Yankees. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> And jo- I mean, I, you you asked that question, and we just talked about Josh Hamilton in the last segment too. Yeah, so Josh that, Hamilton broke down pretty quick too. But very quick. There were uh, there were circumstances surrounding Josh and yeah. his body and the things mm-hmm. he put uh, himself mm-hmm. through that kind of led Golly, to that. But so. that three year span, my goodness. Uh, this hour it's brought to you by Black Thunder Roofing. Black Thunder Roofing is a top rated home advisor, elite service award winner, and recipients of multiple ANG Superior Service Awards. They can do it all. They are your one-stop shop for contractors when it comes to your storm damage. Whether it be rain, hail, or wind, Black Thunder has you covered with free inspections and estimates. Locally operated in Norman and Edmond, they serve the Oklahoma City metro area all the way down to Purcell and all the way out west to Piedmont and Bethany as well. Visit blackthunderroofing.com or call 405-473-8028. That's blackthunderroofing.com. Or give them a call at 405-473-8028 today. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line, TJ. Uh, Let's see. When uh, Boyer Memorial Stadium, uh, they're working out hard and heavy in that uh, white room. Can't wait for football season. Coach T, great to see you guys today. Have a great morning. Won't see you tomorrow, though. Okay. Um, no deliveries tomorrow, Drake. No deliveries tomorrow. Okay. Um, well, appreciate thank you, you stopping by, thank Coach. You, coach. Uh, thank you for the uh, Cub shirt as well. Um, out of the 405, I thought BV calling Dion out by name was unnecessary, but everyone from the Big 12 associate commissioner to Texas A&M fanboy toward uh, Bill Lugie. Uh Is it Lugie? Is that how you say it? Leggy? Leggy, right? Uh, Leggy, I think. Leggy? Leggy. I don't know. It's calling out OU, so I think it is time to... <laughs> Strap it on and be done with uh, talking. It was unnecessary. That's why it was weird that it's not like Brent to drop names like that or specifically he didn't mention the other programs by name but did mention the teams they lost to in the scores. So it was a bit unusual. It seemed a little calculated, but I don't know why. Like I said, it's not as if they were SEC opponents that he was going after that, you know, he's about to face off with next year, and he's kind of, you know, taking digs at them. So, 
Now, the Dion name, saying by name, he could have just said there's been some other coaching changes at other programs recently that had big turnover and cut guys, and I gave a grace period. He could have said it that way. People could have then picked up on it that it was maybe Colorado he was talking yeah, about, but, to, but he but never. You're not but he's coming not out and saying it. calling him out, uh, uh, saying Dion specifically. So uh, probably was unnecessary. Out of the four or five on the Knuffelmeyer Chevrolet text line, Drake sounds like he has lots of experience cranking things. Hey, he does have a hand can if opener. You're, if you're uh, good at something, just do it all the time, I guess. <laughs> Uh, Jamie and Whitehouse. Uh, I'm all over this preseason non story nonsense. Uh, I'm over all this preseason non story nonsense. The season can't get here fast enough. I, we need to focus on our opponents and getting better. I love uh, texts like that, as if I'm supposed to be sitting here focusing on the upcoming opponents and getting better. No, I'm supposed to talk about Brent Venables calling out Deion Sanders and Deion coming back and saying, don't call me Deion, call me coach, you smoking Ferrari. Uh, Zach, on the speaking of Ferrari again, uh, Zach on the Kenneth Meyer Chevrolet text line says, Ford Tem- uh, Pinto uh, countering my Ford Tempo. The and thing says, with um, uh, <laughs> we need to focus on our opponents and getting better too, I'm having a real hard time focusing on the entire season. Like, the SEC sitting there, and even all the stuff yesterday with Media Days, the video that the SEC put out with Oklahoma and Texas being introduced into the conference, and all the talk of, you know, scheduling and rivalries and all this. Like, I'm having a hard time not just skipping over this season, if that makes any sense. I know it's necessary. You have to play it. You want to build off of, obviously, improve off of what you did last year, and really solidify some things going into the SEC. But dadgummit, it's hard to not just think about the SEC all the time. Dadgummit. That's right. Real I'll try to do better, Jamie, in the White House. Yeah, I'll try to do better at focusing on upcoming opponents and getting better. Why don't you focus on eating your <laughs> electrolytes and uh, being better? I'll try, to, I'll try to do that. I've got to tra- change my diet, everything. Uh-huh. I've got to get better in That's all right. areas. Realtor Chris on the Knippelier Chevrolet text line. Hey, I'll coach to Otani, Grammar Police. Have a good day. Uh, everybody's going one word. That's right. <laughs> on our text line. Uh, Zach from the 405. Someone is uh, going to give up uh, their whole roster for him. Uh, him being Otani, obviously. Uh, they are. They're going to have to. I mean, or, or Drake's right. You don't make the move. I mean, if, you, if, if everybody bailed because they don't want to give you three four top 100 prospects, you don't just settle for one prospect then at that point and say, all right, well, we got to move him and just get this one prospect. Um, I mean, maybe, you know, if one of the top two or three prospects in baseball and it's a package with some other major league ready guys that aren't necessarily stars, but um, otherwise, yeah, someone's going to pay big for him. Uh, out of the 5-4 of Virginia, Colonel Sooner checking in says, Oh, to the Reds. Uh, Votto's contract up this year. Let's go, Reds. Um, the, I mean, the, the Reds would be an interesting landing spot. Um, uh, my first asking uh, from the Angels is, uh, I need Ellie De La Cruz. Well, <laughs> we've all got hopes and dreams. Well, that's so what you... I'm saying. That's what, that's what I would be demanding, though, out well, of the gate. But... The thing that the Reds do have, they have one of the better 
even with L.A. De La Cruz out of they the picture. Good farm they have system. a very good farm system right now. That's the uh, the benefit of being just awful the last decade, basically. And, you know, they have guys like Edwin Arroyo, Noéville, uh, Noéve, uh, Marte, other guys like that Boy, that are top oh, yeah. uh, 100 prospects that are within their farm system that they could possibly swing in that deal. I'd be curious to see what type of pitching they'd be willing to send the Angels as well, because that's the rumor is that the Angels want both a top pitching and hitting prospect in yeah. exchange. So, I'm just saying I would ask. I know the uh, the Reds would laugh well, and say yeah, walk, but yeah. you well, got to ask. Okay, yeah. Uh, well, while we're at it, we'll ask uh, the Mariners for Julio Rodriguez well. As that's well. what I'm asking if well, the Seattle uh, Mariners are interested. Why wouldn't you ask? Yeah. The world's full of dumb questions. Let's just ask another one. You don't think they would ask the Reds for that I if the Reds came calling. For, but I, that is, like, the most obvious statement on the planet. It's also the most obvious <laughs> well, answer saying, on that's the what, planet, That's too. where the conversation starts. So. Well, <laughs> uh, and you know what the answer you will be. You and I could never make a deal if we were front office managers. Oh, we can't make a deal if we were fantasy baseball managers. No. In the same you're way. a scam artist. Yeah, that's that's me. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Can up wire Chevrolet text line? Morning, Drakey. Happy to know good Tuesday. I think you and TJ are doing great while Toby's gone. Can you guys ask Parker where Zion Raggins is announcing his commitment today? Can we watch it on the gram? Have a good day. <laughs> watch it on the gram. Yeah, it's on the gram. I actually, I think he's on threads, Carter. He's on threads. Are you serious right now? <laughs> he probably is. <laughs> I don't know. He's probably on all of them. But yeah. um, uh, yes, because if he's on the gram, then it, maybe he's tied to the threads. I don't. Do you have threads? I don't even have threads. Uh no, I have I, not. I, not. I have uh, gotten the notifications on Instagram. Hey, this person that you follow on Instagram has posted for the first time on threads. You should uh, join as well. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. Speaking of Carter. Carter Jennings Law brings you the uh, daily draft every day. Drake was the winner yesterday in a very controversial decision uh-huh. by old man Mike Steely, who I don't think listened to half of the uh, picks because he was often uh, you know, thinking about other things. Uh, today's draft is going to be difficult. Your category today, cameos in movies, and at least we decided on two, right? At least two of the five picks have to be, uh, have to be sports cameos in movies. Mm-hmm. So a coach, athlete, play-by-play guy, something of that thing. <sighs> I still don't know how I'm going to get this in all the characters we need on Twitter, but I'll figure it out somehow. So that is your category suggested by Sean, right? That was Sean's, yeah, that uh, was Sean. That was Sean's suggestion yeah. yesterday. Really good suggestion by Sean. There is no telling where this thing will and, go. And it's definitely a better draft topic for you and I to get into oh, than, than Toby, than Toby yeah. for sure. There are thousands of possibilities, though. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And there's no telling what will play well on Twitter. Hmm. Do you have a solid number one? You have the first pick. Um, I have one that I really want to take at Yes. Yes. Huh. I don't even remember if I have a list written down yet. Let me see. I think I did. Yeah, I'm good to go. 
That is your uh, daily draft brought to you by Carter Jennings Law coming up at 8.05. Take a timeout. Back into this. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. TJ and Drake back with you. T-Row in the morning show. Greg Sankey yesterday kicking off SEC Media Days. Talked uh, about a lot of different topics. Let's play the uh, NIL clip here, Drake, if you can find that one here. Kind of a, this is just a short clip. He went on a lot further than this, but this is kind of what he uh, had to say when asked about the NIL situation and how he thought it needed to be, um, or what changes need to be made with the NIL. The reality is our student-athletes deserve something better than a patchwork of state laws that support their name, image, and likeness activity, if support is the right word. Our student-athletes deserve something better than a race to the bottom at the state legislature level. Only Congress can fully address the challenges facing college athletics. The NCAA cannot fix all of these issues. The courts cannot resolve all of these issues. The states cannot resolve all of these issues, nor can the conferences. Whether congressional action is achievable is a matter of debate. Much debate. A lot of debate. And, uh, I mean, the genie's already out of the bottle. I mean, that's what's a little bit difficult with this. It was just kind of thrown out there and said, here, have at it. And... uh no specific rules. Nobody really knows. He went on to talk about what Toby and I have talked about a lot. Like, uh, here's this quote that he went on and talked about. It said, some stories told and others not told are the promises made but not fulfilled, of inducements offered but not provided, of empty commitments and NIL agreements that created more questions than provided answers and other behaviors in the space that rightly cause concern. That's the thing with me. There's some of this. You hear all about these these NIL offers and this kid getting this amount or this kid uh, was offered this or this was his demand. And more and more you're just hearing all these athletes come out and say, I haven't seen anything yet. I haven't seen a dime. Like I was told this. Some have left you know, programs and gone to other programs because they were made promises. Uh, and then you have, uh, what's the gymnast name at LSU? Um, oh, I'm, Olivia Dunn? Yeah, Olivia Dunn. Olivia Dunn. You see ridiculous amounts of money that she supposedly is getting paid. And you don't know if that's true or not. Like the other day I saw where she is supposedly being paid upwards of $5 million per Instagram post if she is advertising your product. I don't know if that's true or not. Her people are saying it is or she's putting it out there that it is. But that's... Some of this too, like I just don't know. And these are the, this, this his point is this: the athletes don't know what's true right now. Like, is this quarterback at this university really getting this money? Mm-hmm. And if he is, why am I not getting this money when we're an equal program? So or a better program, or a better program, or I'm considered a better quarterback? Is he really getting two point five million? So. I don't know how much of this is being delivered on is the problem. 
And that's kind of what Sankey went in there too. And um, I'm assuming he may be correct that Congress and uh, people have to get involved and make some rules here and make everything uniform and equal across the board. But I just don't know, Drake, how you do that at this point. It's kind of just the Wild West out there. Well, I mean, something has to be done. To something has to be done. And I, I assume, he's, like and, I said, I, I he's probably right in what has to happen in order to fix it at this point. Yeah, I mean, there needs to be something at the federal level to where there's no – there's no difference between the laws that are struck in Oklahoma versus Colorado versus uh, New York, New Jersey, whatever state that you live in. And there needs to be more of a – there's – college football's never been about an equal foot. Fairness. <laughs> right. But there needs – when it comes to something like this, there needs to be – at least some facade of fairness and equity with which all these programs are able to spend and that all of these programs are policed as well. And I would assume that comes from the federal level. I mean, what would have been nice is if the NCAA just didn't say at the – outset basically you guys don't want us to be involved in anything you want us to be done all right we're washing our hands of the situation have fun with nil it's a thing now i like this line to him too uh they need to sort through a full unregulated marketplace being approached by individuals who present themselves as something that they may not be where everyone can just go and purchase card stock, run it through a printer, and call themselves an agent on a business card. There you go. So, <laughs> which I think is happening a lot as well. Uh, he also mentioned, uh, and we brought that up, er, brought it up earlier, that uh, SEC Media Days heading to Dallas next weekend, which the DFW area uh, Media Days are July fifteenth through the eighteenth, and going to coincide with the Major League Baseball All-Star Game also being in the Metroplex on the same weekend. And there's a massive convention that I don't know what that is yet, but I do know the convention center in downtown Dallas is hosting some type of major event that weekend too because Dallas could not partner with Arlington to help in some of the Major League Baseball All-Star stuff. So they're going to Fort Worth to team. Arlington's teaming with Fort Worth for some of these events that they hold for the Major League Baseball All-Star Game. So... All of that will be going on in the Metroplex on the same exact days. So, my my point is, uh, SEC Media Days, uh, they allow fans. So, if you plan on going and attending and you're planning on getting a hotel, probably need to book, like, now. Because between the All-Star Game, whatever that convention is, and the SEC Media Days, they're not going to be many around. And not for a very pleasant price it will be a cluster you know what uh traffic will uh, traffic's not fun in that area anyway still better than houston but you add all of that on top of it oh my goodness uh so they're at the star for for media day so there is a distance there there's a gap there but there's going to be a lot of demand for hotel during that time period so if you're kind of planning on going and want to check out what it's all about probably need to to book those like yesterday as soon as it was announced 
Take a timeout. One more segment this hour, then it's the Daily Draft at 8.05, brought to you by Carter Jennings Law. We're drafting movie cameos, and you must have two sports cameos in your five picks. Drake and TJ back in a moment. Did you miss one of our shows? Don't beat yourself up, because we've made it easy for you to beat that Ref Army FOMO. Catch up on shows and interviews you might have missed with the Ref Podcast page. Just go to KREF.com and click on the podcast page. Or go check out your favorite podcast provider and search for KREF, the home of Sooner fans. Here for you 24-7, 365 at the KREF Podcast page. Welcome back. Goodness gracious. It gets me every freaking time that they do these Make a Wish uh, segments on Sports Center. By the way, oh yeah, is it Chris Connolly? Is that who it is? That... Yeah, usually that's who yeah. does it. Yeah. Oh my goodness! One... It, I don't have that on my one, TV right now. I'm on ESPN too, so it's on oh, actual okay. Sports Center, not Get Up. Which, if you have it yeah, on I've Get Up, it. whenever Chris Plain gets in there, he will be triggered. So this is on the SEC Network and Get Up. Okay. Wow. Yeah. You <laughs> living in China. which right. I put it on. Uh, I just put it on ESPN because it was on the USA Network, which I didn't know why it was on the USA Network. Uh, <laughs> little kid by the name of Brixton uh, getting to meet Jamar Chase, which was his Make a Wish. So there you go. Uh, hey, people, quit texting and suggestions. Toby and I get on to you about this all the time. Yes, stop. Stop it until after the draft. <sighs> Makes me so mad. This hour is brought to you by Black Thunder Roofing. They won't make you so mad whenever they take care of all your roofing needs. Uh, They are a trusted, locally owned and operated roofing company in Oklahoma, top-rated home advisor, elite service award winner, and also recipients of multiple Angie Superior Service Awards. They do it all. They are your one-stop shop for a contractor whenever you have storm damage. Give Black Thunder Roofing a call at 405-473-8028 or visit blackthunderroofing.com. That's blackthunderroofing.com. 405-473-8028 today. Uh, Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Yeah, it, multiple people text in. Please stop. Yeah, stop it. Texting in. One, I may have forgotten about some of these. Drake may have forgotten about some of these. It's doubtful. The ones I've seen, uh, I think we both probably have on our yeah. list. I, I had but all stop. of these on my list so far. So, yeah. uh, who cares about Dion? He is two years from being irrelevant out of the five eight zero. He's got more than two years. He's got more than two years at Colorado. I'd say he's got at least three or four. Unless, like I said, yeah. he does something crazy that he gets in some type of trouble over. But if he's running just a normal program and not winning, he's got three or four. I think at Colorado. Yeah, he he will have a long leash at a place like Colorado, no doubt. Uh, next up, text line. Hey, can you do a quick recap of the draft in regards to the baseball team? Was D. Harris the only casualty? Also, is Porter going to use or save uh, that last scholarship? Thanks, William and Muldrow. I uh, don't know about the scholarship. Uh, of significance, yeah, D- Dakota Harris was the uh, the only major casualty there. So um, they're in good shape. They're in good shape right now. Clint in Tulsa says the Tyrell Corporation has released the Otani replicant and the Dodgers will field a team of nine with him. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> but that's the thing. Uh, you won't be very good defensively. Uh, no. You'll be able to pitch and hit. Yeah. The lineup will be scary. Well, I don't everybody know. will have a gun for an arm, I, too. Yeah, so I don't know it. how you uh, pitch around him. But that's my thing, too, with Otani over the last few weeks. And I've said it, and I'll say it again. 
quit pitching to him, especially in late game situations. Well, in that he's lineup, hit, for sure. He's hit four or five home runs in the seventh inning or later in the last two weeks, something like that. Quit pitching to him late in games. He's going to beat you. Give him the Barry Bonds effect. You walk him in that, like you said, in that lineup, especially with Trout out. No one's going to hurt you. You take your chances with everybody else in that lineup, and you put him on base. Quit pitching to him. Uh, Jim in Arlington saying the current government loves taxing us, so tax the you-know-what out of NIL athletes uh, that want to get paid like the common folk. Uh, I think with this NIL, we need to make sure that athletes are paying their taxes. This uh, is, yeah, the, that's, is that's the main the, thing. Well, if you remember, that's what got Rhett Pomar caught is that he was uh, paying – uh, more to the IRS, or was reporting more to the IRS than he should have. So, right. So, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, and last one here for the top of the hour. Cherokee Sooner says, I'd love to see Greg Sankey at the Red River Territorial Dispute, or whatever it is now. The Wed Wivel Wivelwee. Wed Wivel Wivelwee. Uh, Red River Rivalry. Red River Rivalry. Red River Shootout. Showdown. Square dance. The logo was cool. They did a great job with the logo yesterday. Yeah, good job, everybody at Littlefield yeah, for that. That's right. Uh, Red River Rivalry is back. It's just very difficult for me to say out loud. Take a timeout. Daily draft coming up next. It's the T-Row in the Morning Show.